0: On Tuesday, Yana, the National Treasury offered a record amount at its weekly vanilla bond auction as borrowing requirements have increased after the medium-term budget. But how did the market respond to the larger bond offering? So,
1: Sakina, uh, what we see is National Treasury comes to the market every Tuesday with a a weekly bond offering, and this is the way that they raise funding to to finance the the budget. Um, So, it's a bit of a non-event because it happens every week, but now after the medium-term budget, uh, we did see National Treasury indicate that they are going to increase this weekly offering amount to 3.3 billion from a previous 2.5 billion rand um, on a Tuesday. So there was a bit of a concern about how the market is going to respond to this higher offering. However, it was, the demand for the bonds was relatively strong. It was oversubscribed by 3.3 times and the National Treasury was able to, to raise the debt without any issues. So that's definitely a positive development in terms of, of how investors, um, see the South African bond markets and whether they still have confidence in Treasury's ability to service their debt. Now, that being said, it's important to note that these bonds were sold at much higher yields, in other words, higher interest rates, and it means that even though investors are still willing to um, borrow money to the South African government, they want higher interest rates to compensate for the fiscal risks. And this is something that has the potential to, to compound pressure on the South African fiscus in the medium to longer term because if government is paying higher interest rates, to, to borrow money, it means that the debt servicing cost component um, on the expenditure side of the budget will increase as well. So even though it's, it's good news to see that the market is still willing uh, to give the South African government money to finance their operations, um, it is at a higher cost, and this is something that will be monitored closely in the, in the weeks and the months to come to see how the investors sentiment is towards the South African bond market. Maybe just one more comment to make in terms of the bond market. Uh, We've got a big risk event coming up next week, Friday, for the local bond markets in the form of both Moody's and S&P, the credit rating agencies, that will be releasing updated review reports for South Africa's debt, and that's something that will be closely monitored by the market. um, next
0: week and we'll do the same and you're not just looking at data developments transunion releasing their consumer credit index for south africa for the third quarter what were some of the highlights from that report
1: You know, what that report showed us is that even though we did see a slight softening in the consumer credit index from 54.1 in the second quarter to 53.9 in the third quarter, that index is still above the neutral 50 level. And that tells us that uh, households are in a period or they are experiencing an improvement in credit health. Now, if we pull back the lens a little bit, we've seen a a trend higher in the the TransUnion Consumer Credit Index since the uh, start of 2016. And a combination of factors have have aided in the the recovery, uh, including more prudent lending practices on new debt, so the net debt level um, is falling, and that's also captured in a falling ratio of household debt to real disposable income and then another factor that that's been supportive is a more resilient rand, and of course, we've seen a bit of recovery in the global growth environment. So all these factors have, have aided in a recovery in the consumer credit index. however, Going forward, risk exists for this index to come under some renewed pressure. Given that we are still in a very weak growth environment, uh, it might be the case that, that South African businesses are forced to, to lay off uh, workers. You know, we might see further job losses, and that is something that, that could result in households finding it increasingly difficult to pay off their debt. Uh, also, we could see an increase in distressed borrowing uh, as households opt to supplement their monthly budgets uh, with debt. So this is something that we'll keep monitoring quite closely given that this index has served as a very reliable leading indicator in terms of the performance of the vehicle sales sector as well as the retail sector.
0: Just a quick one, Yana. Today sees the release of the September retail sales data. Uh, Just very briefly talk us through what the current retail environment looks like.
1: So, Sakina, we've seen a bit of an upswing in the retail sector in recent months. And annual retail sales growth actually hit a more than four-year high in August. The sales expanded by 5.5% on a year-over-year basis. Now, a key driver of this better performance for the retail sector has, of course, been a significant uh, softening in inflation. And especially if we look at the, the implied retail inflation, we see, we've seen it pull back quite substantially. And, and this is something that freed up some funding for South African households. Their finances have improved at the margin and this in turn has been reflected in a stronger growth. Now it's worth a mention that uh, one trend that we have seen among, among South African retailers is that they tend to, to offer uh, you know, quite significant discounts. We see lots of sales um, in the shops and this is something that retailers seem to be doing in order to boost their experience. So what the data tells us is that even though we have seen a recovery in retail sales, it's not necessarily reflective of a wholesale improvement in terms of, of consumption demand. Um, retailers are still feeling the squeeze, and they're being forced to offer their products at, at a significant discount in order to, to protect or to boost their sales volume. Now, whether or not we can see an extension of this, a strong upswing in Retail sales growth is questionable. We still have some factors that that pose risks to the sales environment, including, you know, we've got high and rising levels of unemployment. Uh, the overall economic environment is still quite weak, and of course, uh, consumer confidence levels are still quite subdued as well. So these factors suggest that um, it will be possibly be quite difficult for retail sales to accelerate further off the current levels. But nevertheless, we do think that the sector. Uh, potentially contributed positively to GDP growth in the third quarter. And the data today will be monitored to see the extent to which it did.